Welcome back to Hour 2 of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. I'm Becca. And I'm Stella, and this is my favorite part of the show. (laughs) And we got our guest Tomei in here with us today. So hopefully you got something out of our first hour talking about fear, what fear is, how to deal with fear, how to overcome it in your life. Um, it's, It's very destructive. It's destructive emotionally. It's destructive physically. So uh, I want to talk a little bit about the GOP debate, the fourth GOP debate that aired a couple of days ago. And, you know, one thing I I want to say is I I was noticing that it wasn't playing on any of the networks. What's up with that? I I, yeah, I kind of wonder that. Wouldn't you think that the president, presidential debate would be aired? It used to be, I rem- it seems like years ago. On Channel 7, Channel all our major... Uh, right. Yeah. They, they, they would show the debates so yeah. that everybody could view them. Now you've got to know exactly how to look for it and really find it. Yeah, it's hard. It is hard. You know, Unless you went to Rumble. Rumble made it so easy. <coughs> well, kind of. I mean, but, you know, there was a little incident on Rumble I'm going to mention here in a little bit, but uh, after we get into it, uh, I which I, I did not find as a they, coincidence. They were acting like YouTube. They were acting like YouTube. <laughs> yeah, let's just, just let's just put it at that. Acting like YouTube. Yeah. 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 So... So anyway, so there were a lot of things going on. Of course, we've got Krispy Kreme Christie, and we've got Nikki Haley, and we've got uh, Ron DeSantis, and we've got Vivek Ramaswamy were the four people on the stage. By the way, I'm a fan of Vivek because, uh, because I think Vivek is exposing the hypocrisy and the corruption that, that exists also in the Republican Party. So bold about it. He is, yeah. and they and they hate him. Oh my God, these people hate him. Yeah. He's a little cocky for me, but I love that he's bringing it all out. Uh, but it's just like Trump. You can't you can't be in that environment and not just know your stuff. You, I mean, you can't. There's no way you'll survive it. They'll eat you alive. Well, you know, him and Vivek actually are very similar personalities. Mm-hmm. Vic mm-hmm. just comes right out. And tells you how it is. And the thing about him, you know, I remember Candace Owens was talking about Vivek, and she says, Vivek debates for fun. He <laughs> loves to debate. He's really good at it. And it's like, you can't trip the guy up. I mean, he's done his research. I mean, he probably researches for hours, kind of like I do for this show. I research for hours and hours and hours. I've had people tell me, oh, Becky, you're so smart. It's like, well... Yeah, maybe, but I also do an enormous amount of research for this show. Mm-hmm. I have pages, pages and pages of notes of research I've done because I, I want to be factual. Yeah, I'll send her an article and I go, listen to this, and it sounds, she goes, but there's no proof. If there was proof about, no, but this is, it goes, no, if we can't find the proof, we can't talk about it. Yeah. There it is. Or we might talk about it, but we'll talk about, hey, uh, so-and-so claimed <laughs> and without proof, it's it's hearsay. Yes, it is. You know, just like a lot of people spout stuff that they have no, they back, they don't back up with any proof whatsoever. And this is why I post my show notes and make them available for everybody to download and look at. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they that's... can they can look and see I've done my research. You know, when I saw everybody that was running, well, it's cut down to four of them now. I thought, well, Nikki Haley's in there; she's the only female in there, but at least she's a Republican, you know, conservative, whatever. But after listening to the debates and everything, and everything that. Vic, Vivek brought up, Mr. Mm-hmm. Ramaswamy, that she sold la- her land in her state to the Chinese already. Yeah. So where is she getting a lot of this money to run, if not from the CCP, I say? And she agreed to let men uh, that identify as women use the restroom in those little girls. And so Vivek was furious about that. And just other things. And I said, she sounds like a Democrat. Yeah, well, you know, and I they, this whole... This whole thing, like many other things in the past, with the whole transgender and the bathrooms and all this kind of stuff, is a political football that they're using. They used to use prescription drug coverage as a political football. Remember that one? Uh-huh. Okay. And George Bush took it away from them because he's, oh, fine. Okay. It's a problem here. We're going to fix it. You know, now you can get all kinds of free, uh, like free, uh, uh, re- what is it, uh, Good RX. Doesn't cost you anything. You can get that card. I don't even know how that thing works. I've got one, and I've got the good RX card. I got got it for free, and I present it when I go, and it like slashes the price of prescription drugs. And it's like, 
I don't know how that works. Maybe I need to do some research on that. I have no idea how that works. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, Nikki Haley, um, Vivek has been exposing how she's been becoming a millionaire off of military contracts. Mm-hmm. And, and these Republicans, along with the Democrats, a lot of these Republicans, are pushing this whole thing. We've got to keep fighting in Ukraine. We just got to keep fighting in Ukraine. Uh, we just got to, no matter what it takes, we got to keep fighting in Ukraine. Well, it's really easy to say that when the only people dying are Ukrainians. It's like, well, we're going to keep fighting until we run out of Ukrainians. And now we're, and now they're talking about, it's like, well, maybe when we run out of Ukrainians, maybe we'll send them, some Americans over there. You know, I thought of something really funny just over the past couple of days. Okay, we've technically still got a draft in this country although we haven't used the draft in decades mm-hmm. um, now the draft only applies to men women do not get drafted okay so you, you probably know where I'm going with this mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking if the draft was ever to be put back active Oh, no. You know, back years ago, the way people would dodge the draft is they would go to Canada. <laughs> I don't. I, I I think Canada or, or won't pretend t- to be deaf. <laughs> Canada won't take them. I don't man. think no. I don't think Canada will take them anymore. Uh-uh. No. So now, the way to avoid the draft is all you have to do is change how you identify. No, they're taking them. Yeah. It, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, if you don't want to be drafted, yeah, then you can say. Oh, no, I identify as a woman. Oh, okay. (laughs) And the woke liberal military, to avoid not being hypocrites, are going to have to accept that excuse. They're going to have to. You know, I I watched an interesting movie on uh, The Daily Wire. They have some great... Do you ever watch those movies on there, Tomei? No, I haven't. You, you don't watch them either? No. Kind of like the Epic Times. The Epic Times, oh, they have yeah. Epic Cinema. Well, the Daily Wire has their app on on TV that, where they have movies as well. Mm-hmm. And they had a movie they recently put out called Lady Ballers. <laughs> now, now, this is funny because... <laughs> this is funny. This is really funny. Well, it, it would be funny if it wasn't really happening. But... But they, what they did was they, he, this guy, he was a coach of a basketball team. And then many years later, he was talking to his daughter, which was spouting all this woke nonsense that she was learning in school. Oh, well, you can't say that. You know, it's like, well, you know, if, if they identify that, you have to respect that, you know. And then he gets to thinking about this. It's like he, he's kind of washed up. He's not doing coaching anymore. Can illegals be drafted? I don't know, Mike. Mike was asking that on on social media. Um, they're they're getting um, they're getting government assistance. How, I would. How can you I draft would, them when you really don't know who they really are? I, I don't know, but they're getting everything else, so they should be drafted too. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so <clears throat> if they are if they're getting social security cards and stuff like that, I would assume so. Well, I would think so. So anyway, so. He's hearing all this wokeness crap from his daughter, and it's many, many years later, and he's thinking, you know, how can I be relevant again? And he's thinking, I can put together a uh, basketball team uh, because they can't, they can't argue with me if I get all these guys together that used to be part of my basketball team. Now they're old and out of shape, but it doesn't matter because even old and out of shape uh, guys can, can beat women. <laughs> was was his way of thinking. And so they'll just all identify as women and we'll form an all uh, an entire basketball team with men identifying as women. Of course. Yeah. And so all they, you know, all they had to do was uh, put on a wig and put on a pink uh, pink outfit and and they went out on the court and the the other team, the coach of the other team, "Well, you can't do that. They aren't." And he said, "Stop it. You can't say that." And the guy just shut up, like, okay, I don't want to be, I don't want to be censored and doxed and and ridiculed. You know, I can't, I can't be judgmental. Mm. And so, so they go on, and you know, they're just beating the crap out of these women. I mean, because they're 
way taller. They're literally just snatching the ball out of their oh hand. And when they try to make a basket, they just grab the ball before it goes into the net and, and all of this stuff. Well, the women finally got tired of this. So they, they thought the big championship's coming up. And so the women team they decide to bring in some substitutions for them <laughs> to play in their place. So they brought in young, athletic, <laughs> professional basketball players, men, that weren't even bothering to even try to pass as women. They just simply came out, oh, oh we go, we're going to play. What are you going to say about it? It's like, we're women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they, they just beat the crap out of them, you know, these, these professional athletes. <laughs> Where was I going with this? Uh, you were just talking about like the trans. I think what maybe DeSantis. Was oh, the bathroom yeah. thing. Yeah. So, I guess the point I'm making is okay. Yeah, there's some people that 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 have this issue, but it's a very very small number of people, and it's like, why can't you just uh, work out something for this? one person or whatever that's having issues you know they go to the they go to the school counselor and say hey you know I'm, this is what i'm dealing with and they say oh no problem we'll give you access to the faculty bathroom mm-hmm. problem solved mm-hmm. but no they have to they have to see this as a possible issue oh how can we really disrupt everybody how can we turn this into an issue that we can divide people with and then we will impose this on everyone mm-hmm that's that's what they're doing. Instead of sending him to a therapist to make him realize who he really is, well, yeah. you know, even it's that ca- it's like, to them. why not deal with it on an individual basis? Hmm. You know, why do you got to put it on everybody? Well, I, I just. That- I think it's funny because, I mean, the debates you've seen where they talk about mental illness and it's like if somebody has bipolarism or by being bipolar, um, if they're manic depression, if they're if they have any of these issues, it's like it's a clinical issue. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if you have split personality. That's a clinical issue. But if you would like to say that you are identifying as another gender that is not your gender, then you're totally sane and you're very rational. And I'm like, well, that does make sense. Like, I mean, if we're if we're labeling all of these other things, it's like, why not go into like, why, why, what is going on with this? Because, you know, telling a child that they are interpersonally like, you know, what you're culturally feeling in the world and putting it on a child like i mean how many times were you a kid that you just wore you wore a dress you wore a tutu or you wore overalls and you were a tomboy and there was no pressure to be you were just being you were just you doing life Mm -hmm. and now it's like no 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 if you're gonna do it life in that way then you're a boy Mm -hmm. or you're a girl and uh so there, there it's like the more the the thing that it comes down to when you start studying all of that is that if you can get you know population control from the get go and getting boys and girls to be sterile, then you're controlling it that way. I mean, this is just a huge push for the longer thing. I don't think it really is about their mental health or what they're going through. You know how they are identifying, or if it's really even an issue of like you know them as a person. Um, because I think you go down to like the small towns and it's like, you have the one person that's like gay. The kid is like, ah, he's always been different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everybody just knows they're, geez, they've been different yeah. and it's not this huge thing. And so I, I wonder, you know, with all of this stuff about like, you know, you have to be special. Everybody's got to be special. It says in revelations, men will be in the last days, lovers of themselves. And what are we seeing right now? Mm-hmm. Right? It's yeah. all about me. It's about me. It's not about you. It's about me. Oh, and social media has enabled people to be this way. Yeah. So, you know, you see people constantly going out and just taking selfies. One thing that drives me crazy, women do this a lot, is they will get out and take a selfie of themselves mm-hmm. and then post it online and look at me. Look how pretty I am. And you're supposed to like that. Ah. And it's like, isn't that a little insecure? Yes. Isn't it? I, I, I see people doing that all the time. Well, you know, I, I like the story about the father from Texas. Uh, this big old brute, ugly man was following his little daughter that was like 11 to the bathroom because he identified as a woman. And he went in there and knocked all his teeth out and said, well, I identified as a tooth fairy. So your teeth are gone. 
Yeah. I think that's all you need is just somebody just walk over there and say, I dare you. I dare you to try to do that, you know, and, and stop them and not just let him, not just go with the flow and say, well, he's identifying and wait till he goes there and does something horrendous to a child in there. You know, just stop him right there. Are you really going to try that, buddy? Because that's my daughter and I dare you, you know. Well, he, yeah. didn't, he didn't wait to dare him. He just beat him up real bad. You know, one of the guys in the uh, in the Lady Ballers uh, video that I watched, he uh, heard about, well, you know, I can not only identify as transgender, but I can identify as trans-age, ages. Oh, yeah. So he's a little short guy, you know. So he decides he's going to sign up for for uh, women, uh, for girls t-ball. <laughs> and he gets, he gets out there, and he's got the ball up on the tee, and the girl's standing there at the pitcher's mound. I don't know why they, I don't understand t-ball. I don't understand why somebody's at a pitcher mound when they're not throwing the ball. I guess it's somebody to possibly catch the ball at that well, spot. Well, yeah, they probably yeah. to catch because yeah. it's a base, right? Yeah, yeah. So, Anyway, he hits the ball so hard, and it hits her and literally knocks her down. <laughs> but, yeah, it was like a really in-your-face in movie. It was, it oh, was, yeah. It they're, was, not, they're not playing around no, with No, they're not. It's, it actually had appearances in it from uh, you know, all, a lot of people that you know, Matt Walsh, and even, even uh, uh, Ted Cruz had a cameo appearance in it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, it's 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 hard to think that this is the norm, uh, but I'm encouraged that, you know, again, if we can focus, like, focus that back in on, like, where our households are, me, okay, now my household, because it says in scripture, first in Judea, then in Samaria, then the outer parts of the world. We can't go out there and change the world if our home life and our and ourselves are are not full you know we're not walking what we're we're talking about um so it's really important if we can start with those those simple things like what is it that i want to believe because i mean at the end of the day if somebody's identifying a certain way i don't want to hate them Mm -hmm. if that's how they're identifying with it i want to love them where they're at i also don't want cat litters and boxes in the bathroom and i also don't want to have the classroom in the in the class oh my gosh in the classrooms litter boxes in the in the classroom and i don't know it's like you say you're a cat so i have to accept that yeah, I'm just like, w- at what point did it become like, you know, we're putting in all of these other things. Your kids should be able to know how to read and write. They should know how to be able to balance their, a checkbook. Ba- they don't even know how to balance yeah. a checkbook. But yeah, simple things where it's like, you know, just can you can you survive in this life? Because mm-hmm. remember, you know, our average education when the Constitution was written was eighth grade reading level, eighth grade. So, I mean... You know, then after that, they were working the fields. They were doing they were doing adult stuff. They were adulting. If you look at, you know, Judaism, like what is the bar mitzvah? 12, 13, 13 for for that. So, I mean, you're considered an adult like, hey, you should have Mm. the the foundation to survive of of knowing Mm -hmm. what is right and what is wrong. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so up until that age, it's like, why? Why are they being presented with all of these like really being a kid, you shouldn't have to be knowing about all the sexual stuff. And you're just trying to figure out if you like green or pink, like, mm-hmm. you know, enjoy being a child. I know I got into a debate with somebody yeah. the other day that I was talking to that, uh, they were talking about how they're fighting for the cause of, uh, no censorship, uh, in the, in the, in the school library, in the school libraries and bookstores and, and public libraries. And so I said, well, what kind of what kind of censorship's going on? I'm not aware of any censorship. I, I always play dumb on these things because I always want to find out exactly what they're getting to. You know, just like when they use code words like, well, uh, you know, reproductive care. Mm. Well, what? There's a problem with women being taken care of when they're pregnant and having babies. I, I'm not aware of. Uh, I'm not aware of that problem going on. I I have friends that have had had babies recently, and they they haven't made me aware of any problems with you know with the uh, prenatal care and the and and all of that. I, I I'm not aware of any of this. So I so I I, I kind of play dumb on this stuff, you know, but. So I got into it, and it's like, well, I'm not aware of any book banning. As a matter of fact, I am absolutely opposed to book banning. You know, that goes back to, like, Nazi Germany burning the books. I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not in any way in favor of book burning or book banning. What I am in favor of is I'm in favor of what a minor child has access to. 
Yeah. There is a big difference in these two things. And and this person said, well, they're removing books from the libraries. I said, which books in particular can you tell me? Which books in particular that they are removing? Which ones are you referring to? Well, they couldn't they couldn't provide me with any information. It's kind of like Stella, what you're talking about, about people make claims and they don't have anything to back it up. And it's like, well, tell me, I I mean, I did a show on this in which I talked about this stuff and I actually looked up some of these books that are controversial that they're talking about that they don't want children to have access to. They're really rough. Yeah. On one of my shows that was podcast only that doesn't go over the radio because some of the things I was saying could not be said on the radio. Uh, That's how bad it was. Mm -hmm. And these are things that people, in my opinion, that are uh, really immoral, disgusting people want children to have access to this pornographic material and sexually explicit stuff. It's like, no, children don't need to have access to that. Why in the world would you think that they do? Yeah. I, 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 I don't understand the thinking behind that. Well, I kind of, I try to impress upon even like the young, the younger college girls that come in, you know, if, uh, that are clients or even just in my, in my dealings with, and I go, um, you know, I ask them kind of their thoughts on the birth control and then all all of the, the sexual stuff that's kind of being pushed in the schools. And and I find it ironic that we aren't even taught, like, again, going back to ourselves, our identity within ourselves. Women in general don't even know what their, their body is producing on a daily, by month, by weekly, monthly basis. They can't even tell me the fluids that they produce and what they mean. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me, you can't even tell me that, but you want to automatically impose uh, birth controls and and then, you know, all the different things that we're doing with the kids. I'm like, you don't even know what your body's doing and how it's wonderfully made already. Mm-hmm. And to be able to track and, and to do and and we're not we're not even taught just about our own stuff, but they're going to be pushing in like how to how to have sex and how to and how to properly do it and how and I'm like and all the different ways and all the things but you won't tell me like they're literally showing illustrations of sexual positions and all this uh kind of stuff okay why does a child need to know this exactly Mm. and I'm like but you can't even tell me what like I'm supposed to be doing like when I'm ovulating when I'm you know all the different cycles that I'm going through out my my menstrual cycle how you can't even tell me what they mean golly we that was a bad rabbit hole we fell into <laughs> from was, Nikki Haley saying that she wants she didn't mind sharing the bathroom with them but going back well well yeah and you know kind of pulling it back a little bit you know uh, Chris Christie, which I have affectionately named Krispy Kreme um, he thinks that parents, should have the full say-so over this particular thing. Now, in my lifetime, I'm not aware that parents in any way are allowed to abuse their children or do things that are not good for their children. Having your 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 minor child uh, have their private parts cut off mm. um, to me is something that should not be a decision. They're called a child abuse. Yeah, well, but we should not be a. A decision made by parents. There are some decisions that can't be made by by parents. It's like, well, yeah, you can you can you know you can kill your little sister if you want to because I'm a parent and I said that's okay. Or you can do this or that. Or the other things that are harmful, things that are wrong. Um, you got to have a line somewhere. And I, you know, I'm I'm always talking about all the time where you got to be careful when you go down a slippery slope. You know, but I I. I don't know how you deal with this. I know that DeSantis actually passed a law in Florida mm-hmm. in which it's illegal to do this to a minor. Mm-hmm. Well, they've already done it in uh, in other countries where, like, um, you can't you can't do that. I think what Germany just passed, like, you can't. There's no you can't tra- abuse your children you like that. You can't. Uh uh-uh. uh. Um, and and you know, I think it's funny when you when you take that stuff away without the proper support system in place you know because we're still dealing with the mental part of it this is still very much in our in our culture um then you're going to have people that are going to go through other means and it's more dangerous to try and implement things but this stuff is like nothing new under the sun i mean we've been mutilating kids for a long time under the name of god i mean what do you do when you take a child and you have a baby boy what do you first the first thing they want to do circumcise Uh but i tell you what you know how much that little piece of skin goes for on the market about one hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand. Why? Really, I didn't know that. Uh huh. For beauty care. 
Uh-huh. Because you've got growth factors and stem cells in that. So, you know, I mean... So there's a motiva- There's a, a, a financial motivation of there. Course. I did not know that. Yes. So, you know, y- you start seeing, again, there's nothing new under the sun and patterns, right? Going back to the beginning, pattern recognition. Being able to see that, like, okay, this has been done before, and if we're still doing it, why? Like, here's another thing that I, I recently found out that was really <clears throat> fascinating. You know, on the donor card, how it's, uh, I'm, I'm the, on your driver's license for being a, a donor? Yeah, okay. right. Well, um, I came across something, and I don't remember where, so you'll probably have to do the research on it to find the specifics, but they, um, when you do the donor card, um, the donor checkbox um and you donate your body for whatever like you don't know where it's going you don't know how it's all you know going apart well they did a bust on one of these facilities and um they were finding because you're supposed to get the remains of the person right like here's your remains of grandma so-and-so and you know brother so-and-so well they were finding that they they there was barrels of here's arms here's some legs here's this so like when they give you back whatever they give you back it may not even be the whole person of who you sent in. And I was like, what are they doing? They had all the genitalia in one, in one, uh, uh, like trash barrel. They had all the body parts, like, you know, pieced out and stuff for different things. And I was like, what are they doing? But when you start seeing it again, is like, you know, um, um, there's a, there's a website called the human meat project. Have mm-hmm. you seen that? Have you heard of that? No, no. The human meat project. Um, it's something you can kind of look up and they, mm-hmm. they kind of foster where like they'll help you with end of life decisions. And if you donate your body, you could feed um, up to like 40 people or something like that. So they're endorsing cannibalism. Yeah. And so, I mean, obviously you're not killing yourself. So then you go onto the website and it kind of shows like you can. Soil and green. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can pick out like, yeah. I want, I want the shoulder or the, the whatever. And it'll say, you know, this person was 40 year old male, female. They had a vegan active lifestyle or whatever their stuff was. And I'm just like, get up. This cannot Cage be. free. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So when you start That's seeing disgusting. about. <laughs> So when you start talking about all this stuff, it's like, where are we going with this? Because we're wanting to put controls. We're wanting to put sensors. We're wanting to get people all worked up and and outlaw and not outlaw. And it's like, hold on. It goes back to that monetary gain because you follow the money. You're going to find exactly what you need to go. There's all kinds of awful stuff going on Uh for financial motivation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with the parents having control over the of what they do with their children, it also means that they should probably be having an active participant in their education and they're and they're rearing up but right now you know um they're they're sharing it with the world and so you know it's almost like yeah then then they are sharing it with the government to make these decisions and the healthcare practitioners to be able to make these choices you know time is flying today isn't it yeah all right so we're going to really dig into the GOP debate on the next segment. For we kind of sure. we no kind of we yet. we scraped the edges that time. Well, we did talk about issues they were talking about. Anyway, you're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Dr. Dan Lafferty. And I'm Dr. Stephanie Z from ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Putting off a trip to the dentist due to dental anxiety? Let us ease your fears. At ABQ Gentle Dentistry, we are gentle from your first phone call with the receptionist to the dental chair for treatment. We offer oral conscious sedation, IV sedation, and nitrous gas. We have the latest technology to handle all your dental needs right in our office. Same day crowns, 3D x rays, 3D printing, digital intraoral photos, and laser technology. Let us transform your life by transforming your smile into a smile you can love. We also offer Clear Tray Orthodontic Therapy. You're part of the family here at ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Gentle is not just our name, it's how we treat our patients. We accept most insurance plans and also work with multiple lending companies to help make financing possible. Y hablamos español. We're located at 4550 Eubank Boulevard, Northeast, Suite 101. Give us a call at 505-292-8588 to begin your journey to an awesome smile. Or on the web at albuquerquegentledentist.com. 
I'd like to tell you about where I take my own car for general auto repairs. Gennaro's Auto, located at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast in Albuquerque, can take care of all your general auto repair needs with fast, friendly, honest service at the lowest price in town. Gennaro's can handle anything from tune-ups and electrical repairs to a total engine swap. Y también hablamos español. Give Gennaro a call at 804-8750 or just stop by their shop at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road Northeast, call us at 505 292 Do you need a trailer to haul something around? Check out my friends at JP Trailer Sales. They've been doing business in Albuquerque for seven years. Whether you're hauling cars, landscaping equipment, dirt, or your favorite off-road toys, JP Trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs. They have open trailers and closed trailers and can even do special orders. You'll always receive great, friendly customer service and no appointment is ever needed. Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast and Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. Would you like to move on from being a keyboard warrior to owning your own media? I'm Floyd Cisco with Spoken Words in New Mexico. I can take your event to the next level by providing cameras, microphones, video switchers, and other hardware to turn your event into a professional production. See what I've done for others and what I can do for you at rumble.com slash spoken words New Mexico. To get started, send me an email at spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Again, that's spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Are you a small business with unique skills that believes it can bring value to Sandia or our other national labs and would like to grow your national lab contract portfolio? Then listen up. Working with any of the national labs can be overwhelming. From the lengthy terms to the bureaucratic red tape, it can feel like these labs don't want to work with small businesses. Nothing could be further from the truth. They want and need exceptional small businesses to be part of their supply chain. I can help you. My name is Asa Bortz Johnson, owner of Sandia Consulting Group. I spent 10 years as a subcontract manager at Sandia Labs and can help you navigate the bureaucracy. My central objectives are to increase your firm's probability of winning a contract, minimize your administrative burden, shorten the time frame from proposal to purchase order, and maximize your firm's profit. Give me a call at 505-362-3499 or go to my website at sandiaconsultinggroup.com. Schedule your no-cost meet and greet to discuss how Sandia Consulting Group can support your mission. Did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211. Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. 
505-444-5059 if you want to call in. And we're back. We want to talk about the GOP debate. We do. Numbers on the screen if you're watching us live. Feel free to uh, post your message on social media if you're watching on uh, X, Rumble, or Facebook. I'm reading them. Our uh, watcher, Josie, (laughs) she said, Although I was born visible, I now identify as invisible. I am transparent. My pronouns are who and where. That is hilarious. That's great. <laughs> That's almost like a take on that, uh, you know, what's on first, who's on second. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. That's, that could be a... That's be... really good. Did you make that up, Josie? Or did, did you... That's really good. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> so anyway, I want to dig into this GOP debate because there's a lot of stuff. And, uh, you know, Vivek Ramaswamy is exposing these people a lot. I've got a little clip I want to play. In my opinion, it was like his he was his finest moment in the debate. He uh, had several. He he did have several. So anyway, here we go. I'm gonna put if you're watching us, you'll also be able to watch. Okay, so here we go. Yep, come on. Wasn't it on his very first debate that he said the Republican Party's got to get their act together because they're totally right gone? Okay, hold on here. It kind of glitched out on me. I'm just going to refresh the page. All three of them have been licking Donald Trump's boots for years for money and endorsements. Ron DeSantis <laughs> and look at, look at DeSantis. Governor, oh, my God. He's, he's really, really nervous. Donald Trump for that endorsement. And you attacked him in your Nikki book Hayward. a year ago. Same thing with Chris Christie as a lobbyist. And Nikki, she's standing there like, oh, my gosh. Money for his special interests in New Jersey, prepping him for the debates last time around. I think the real enemy is not Donald Trump. It's not even Joe Biden. It is the deep state that at least Donald Trump attempted to take on. And if you want somebody Mm. who's going to speak truth Mm. to power, then vote for somebody who's going to speak the truth to you. Why am I the only person on the stage, at least, who can say that January 6th now does look like it was an inside job? Totally. That the government lied to us for 20 years about Saudi Arabia's involvement in 9-11. That the great replacement theory is not some grand right-wing conspiracy theory, but a basic statement of the Democratic Party's platform. That the 2020 election was indeed stolen by big tech. All three of them have been licking Donald Trump's boots for years. Yeah, so there you go. I, I, I think he I think he said it all there. It's like like the thing with the January 6th thing in which there are still people rotting in the D.C. gulags. Soviet style gulags basically are going on in the United States. I've been watching a really fantastic series on the Daily Wire I mentioned last week called What We Saw. And they're talking about the the gulags and the the tyrants that were running the Soviet Union. You know, you had Stalin and you had uh, Lenin and, and Khrushchev and couple of other names I can't remember off the top of my head, but they had gulags throughout the entire Soviet Union, and what they would do is round up just people off the streets with their, you know, their police that they had at the time, and they would round tens of thousands of people up on a regular basis, put them in the gulags, they wouldn't get any due process, they wouldn't get any trial, and then eventually, uh, on and every single day, uh, they would bring them out, six people at a time, and then they would bring them into a room and shoot them in the back of the head. And, and this went on in the Soviet Union. The only di- thing difference in what's not going on in the United States, they're, they're not shooting people in the back of the head. But yet, I, yet. But, yet. But I'm telling you, I think if these, with the hate that's going on in the Democrat Party, the way, and even Joe Biden, and propaganda, they were using propaganda like crazy in the Soviet Union, and they did the same thing in Nazi Germany. And you mentioned, Tomei, you mentioned how some of the, the Jews were not going along with it. They were living their lives at normal, but most people were living in fear. And they were using propaganda of the time, which was probably some kind of printed material or, or uh, you know, uh, people getting out and doing public speaking and things like that to scare people. And what they were doing is they were turning uh, German against German. They were turning Russian against Russian. And you had, you had people turning on their neighbors and all of this stuff going on. Well, the only thing that's not going on in this country right now is they're not shooting people in the back of the head. That's the only thing they're not doing. Mm-hmm. But I think if the Democrats could get away with it, they would they would go for it. 
You know, I thought it was interesting. That was the one thing that they didn't really they were they kind of didn't have a debate over was gun policies. I am. I am, too. Yeah. And they didn't talk about the January 6th uh, uh-huh. uh, people mm-hmm. in the gulags, either. I did think it was really funny, though, that um, they really went out of their way to go, Donald Trump's not here. He's uh-huh. polling at 81%. Yeah. And we're still going to talk about him. And so, like, they, I mean, like, even when he's not there, they can't get his name out of their mouth. That's like, good, because it's all free publicity. I know. I thought that was pretty funny. Keep bringing him up. Yeah. It's like, well, I mean, at this point, in this stage in the game, it's like, if he's already got such a following, it's almost like, why go and waste his time in something that he probably won't even be able to effectively communicate at? Mm-hmm. And when he has much better uh, turnout just doing his own rallies where he doesn't have to debate against, yeah. you know, anything. why should he? Yeah. Why should he show up for the? None of these people are, are going to be the nominee. None of them are. I, I mean, yeah. The, the, the thing is, is like I tell anybody who's speaking, if you can get even something out that's truth, you know, no matter what it is, you never, again, those words have life. So, you know, I mean, even with what we're seeing, we are seeing bits of truth come out and it's getting people curious. So even if they don't end up being, you know, the proper nominee, that they'll at least have, uh, you know, you know, Donald, the chance for Donald Trump to can't even joke around at this point. Oh, no. I mean, he can't stand there and say, well, the people are saying you're going to be a dictator. Are you going to be a dictator? And he goes, well, absolutely not. Well, on the first day, because we're going to close the borders and start pumping oil, pumping oil. They didn't hear. They didn't hear the rest of it. All they heard was yes from the on the first day. They now they're blaring. He's the dictator. He's going to be a dictator. He's going to ruin our democracy. All this. this well, stuff. I've got I've got a lot of people. They've just been hearing this this propaganda going out that that Donald Trump said he's going to be a dictator on day one. Well, I found the actual footage of the interview he did with Tucker Carlson uh-huh. in which he made the statement, which they're twisting around. So I'm going to share it with you guys so you can see what it actually is. I thought it, it was with Sean Hannity. Wasn't was it? it Hannity? I think that's... Maybe a, it was Hannity. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I've got the I've got the uh, the thing right here. And so I'm going to, I'm going to share it with you guys. And he was just joking and saying, yeah. The- he was joking. Mm-hmm. All right. So here we go. Um, there. Yeah, it's Sean Hannity, you're right. Under no circumstances, you are promising America tonight. You would never abuse power as retribution against anybody. Except for day one. Except for? He's going crazy. Except for day one. Meaning? I want to close the border and I want to drill, drill, drill. That's not not retribution. No, that's justice. I'm going to be, you know, he keeps... We love this guy. He says, you're not going to be a dictator, are you? I said, no, 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 other than day one. We're closing the border, and we're drilling, drilling, drilling. After that, I'm not a dictator. That that, that sounds to me like you're going back to the policies when you were president. All right, take a break. Just getting started. But but the left only heard, yes, I'll I'll be a dictator. They didn't say just day one. They just said he said already he's going to be a dictator, and they're running with it all they can. They're they're always looking for sound bites. Yeah. That's what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. Okay, I I think it's really funny that they're accusing Donald Trump of being a dictator. I made a little list of things here, and you guys can add add some if you think uh, you can. Um, What about Joe Biden? Soviet-style raids by a weaponized FBI Busting down people's doors of families simply because they're uh, they politically are opposed to what he's doing, pointing guns at children, dragging people out of their homes in shackles, political prisoners, which have been in in gulags now for almost three years in which they have received no due process um, and and disinformate the disinformation governance board. <laughs> censoring free speech, the government coming in and having people canceled from social media platforms, arresting and prosecuting political opponents, rigged elections, going after opposing media outlets and propaganda. Now, who do you think is the dictator? Who do you think? What a list you have there. <laughs> and there's there's more. I, if I really thought about it, there's there's more. But the thing is, is that it's it's uh, you know he's a puppet. Because I mean, he he doesn't even know why he's doing anything that he's doing. He's completely unaware. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't even know. Um, you can you know, tell by, mean, his, by his press releases when he stands there and he starts to say something, and he says, "Well, I, uh, oh, never mind." Well, you know what I mean, or something. He didn't say anything. Nobody knows what he means, you know. But he yeah. he just. I think that sometimes he can't see the teleprompter, so he just says, "Well, I uh, yeah, whatever." 
you know, because he can't see it anymore. But yeah, he's being told what to say, what to do. He's being told what bills to sign, what to bring up, what to stop. He's being told what to do. He doesn't have the common sense to do anything of this on, on his own at all. No. He, not even. You no. can tell he's got like dementia in a bad state. He does. Mm-hmm. Um, sadly, you know, that's that's where a joke right now to a lot of the other countries. And, oh, I know. We're, and, we're an embarrassment. It's just, um, yeah, it's sad. You know, it it does it does give me hope though because the worst things can only like what's the saying? It's always darkest before the dawn. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it's like okay, well, twelve o'clock's pretty dark, right? One o'clock's pretty dark. Three o'clock, four o'clock, it's pretty dark, right? We're as dark as it's going to get. Yeah. I so think. so so, but I mean, we haven't mm-hmm. seen even the worst. I mean, you know, the depression. When you're sending, I mean, like, I think it's going to come to right before we're going to have some type of a, there's going to be some type of a war that's going to happen. We've had our health hit, um, you know, the effect on, on uh, they're weakening us right now because when we do get hit, you know, we're going to see what's going to happen. And that's where it's going to be, you know, we've really got to implement our faith. We've really got to make sure that we're able to stay strong for our communities and our loved ones by changing that state of mind. Because, you know... I was listening to um, Christine McCain, I think is her name, and she's out of Australia. She's she she's um, through Hillsong, um, and uh, she was giving a sermon. And one of the things she was kind of talking about was doing ministry work with China, and the um, incident, the 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 reason why they why they were going out there, they were meeting with the underground Chinese uh, churches. And they said, we don't know how to sing or to do. They're like, the only thing we know how to do is to is to minister to our executioners on being executed. How can you can you think about that? Like to be able to go, I just have to make sure that when I die, I get one bit of faith into this person who's going to kill me. So that's how they live their faith out. And I'm like, what? And she was like, you know, we're over here going like, you know, how uh, how we were fighting against bathrooms and what new iPhone we're going to get. And yet they're just going off of whatever little piece of paper they can. That's a scripture, you know. But I mean, so much more than just having the scripture. It's the faith to say, I know there's something better. I know there's something more. That's infectious, you know. And uh, she's like, we don't need to be teaching you. You you need to be teaching us like that kind of faith, walking in that kind of power. And I think that's where, you know, when scripture says, when Jesus was like, greater things will you do than I, because I go to be with the father. Well, he did some pretty amazing things, but what are we doing in our day-to-day life? What are we doing? What are we walking out? Do we have the faith they have is what we have to ask ourselves. Do we have that same faith? Yeah. And that's faith in like, whatever it is that we're doing. Faith that of, of are we going to have success in life? Are we going to know that like our family, even though it's broken, it's going to be healed? Like, you know, or just walking that out and having that like I'm not seeing it. And it's it's a it's a it's a crap show right now. But but I'm going to keep living it like it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the mindset we got to be, because it's dark, but I don't think it's totally out yet. You know, and, and it's going to get darker. Yeah, that's right. And so, you know, this buildup. And, and I mean, if if we have another rigged election, you're going to have I mean, we're going to tear each other apart. Mm-hmm. There is no way that this country is going to be able to survive that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, we're watching it. We're being mindful. We're covering ourselves with wisdom. And again, not walking in fear mm-hmm. because that's what's going to take us. We're seeing all of this stuff happen. We're seeing all of these people eating each other up with their words. And, uh, you know, at the end of the at the end of all, what do they say at the end of the day? It's night. Yeah. So, well, you, I mean, you can't change what's coming. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know? Well, you know, Vivek is doing everything he can in his part. He actually stands up and say, she's corrupt and here's the, here's the reasons why, you know. Yeah. And the Republican Party is not standing up for anything or anybody or they have dispersed as a party is basically, you know. Yeah. And he brings all these subjects up and he, he tells you right to your face, you know, and he, he's very bold about it. Yeah. And that's why people don't like him because he tells you the truth. People you either like love him or they hate him. Mm-hmm. I love him. 
And you know, I, I I was watching uh, how I had to watch the debate, which I, I'm really frustrated by how hard it was to watch the debate because it's not on any of the network stations. Uh, it wasn't playing on any any outlet except you had to find it online and you had to watch it on some streaming source. That's the only way you were going to see it. And what what, I, what did they cut out from the debate? Oh right yeah, here, mid- here we go. The, okay, getting here heated. we go. Yeah, okay, yeah. you know, just like how I I'm you. You know, I'm like teetering on the edge of being banned permanently from YouTube every time I mention the safe and effective narrative, which is total bullcrap. And I talk about the jab as not being a vaccine and all of this other stuff. As soon as I mention that, YouTube cuts me off. Well, in the debate, if you watched the debate, the only place you could watch it was probably on Rumble or on some website in which, you know, I, I was watching it on a website in which some guys that uh, are uh, uh, hosts of a, a radio show uh, were, they had took it and they were commenta- commentating uh, in, during the breaks. Uh-huh. And it was, they did a really great job. I actually called in, actually, and talked to them. They thought it was hilarious when I referred to New Mexico as the land of entrapment. They said, what'd you call that? <laughs> and I was telling them about our little tyrant governor. But but anyway, so there is a line of discussion going on in the debate in which they're bringing up the COVID jab. Coincidentally, the second the words came out of their mouth and they started that discussion, boom, the feed went down. Completely. Completely. Gone. And it didn't come back until later in the debate after they were no longer discussing that. But it was not aired at all. I'm telling you, that is no coincidence. Mm-hmm. No. No coincidence. I, I think there this narrative of this COVID jab, uh, they're still pushing it like crazy. People are dying left and right from it. I know friends that have lost friends. I know friends that went against everything that I've been talking about for the past few years and got the jab anyway, and they have been sick ever since. I, I, I know people that know people that are dropping dead like flies after getting the jab. I mean, the information is out there, and yet it's being covered up, and you can't even go to a freaking movie theater and watch a movie without seeing a Pfizer commercial pushing the jab. And they're showing this nonsense where, oh, you know, you can get, you got to get your flu vaccine. But while you're there, make sure you get the COVID shot, too. And they show people, they put a blue band-aid. And I'm so proud. I'm, I'm virtue signaling. I'm so proud I got the shot. See, look at me. Look at me. Look how great I am. I mean, that's the, the nonsense that they're pushing, which goes along with what I was talking about. The You know, it's Peer pressure, and it's like it's like. Well, I got it, so look how good I am. You should get it too, right? Well, you know, like Vivek said, though, we don't have health care in America. We have health sickness, sick care. Yeah, sick care. Health care is not, it's a joke. You know, they just want to keep you on pills and medication and make the big farmer richer. It's not to make your health better. Huh? I'm looking at a comment I got from uh, Burn Slots. On Rumble says Trump said he does not give an oath to the Constitution. I'm going to have to verify that one. I have not heard that one. Uh, burn slots. I'm I'm not really sure where you got that one from. I'd like to know where you got it from. Uh, please share a link to something if you can, and I will check it out. But but I that is no coincidence that they cut off the feed. I mean that moment. You know, just like YouTube silences me every time I mention something like that. They are pushing that narrative. They do not want to let that one go. And I think part of the reason for that is a lot of people, if they were ever to admit that they were wrong, oh my gosh, there'd be hell to pay. A lot of people would be held up on charges. A lot of people would be sued. Um, it's And there's too many people making too much money off of this thing to, to, to let it go. I didn't even realize that it got cut off. I thought it was my phone because I was watching mm, Rumble no. on my phone. I was watching. I couldn't find it on the TV anywhere. I was sitting there watching it on my TV. I had a feed going on on my laptop. I had a different thing going on on my on my phone. Boom! Was, All of I them was at the my same phone. time. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, not a coincidence. Mm-mm. No, no, not a coincidence. And you know, for the most part, you have. Uh, 
people that just kind of excuse it like they didn't even it's almost like like uh, monkey see monkey do like oh we'll just give them this and then you know kind of like what's going on with the war it's like oh nobody's really talking about ukraine because oh we're switch we're switching gears so it's like you know they they think that our attention span is so small that we're just going to forget about it like well Vivek doesn't let anybody forget about it because if they keep cutting him off and he would come back at a different angle and get them again oh yeah he's he's a great debater yeah megan kelly you could tell thank you thank you thank you and you couldn't get him down no matter how thank you no matter what you did to insult him he would stand there and laugh and say that (laughs) and come back and hit them with something really hard oh you 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 just can't you can't get that guy down no you know, you saw you saw Nikki Haley and and uh, the look on her and face. DeSantis having this deer in the headlights. I heard it described as a deer in the headlights look, and and you know, literally just kind of you know hanging their heads low, like oh my gosh, it's like you, I, I can't believe you exposed me for that. Like Nikki Haley on her making millions off of military contracts and and, and, and Ukraine and, and Ukraine and all of the you know, I do not care about Ukraine. I don't. I yeah I. Why should I care about Ukraine? It's like, yes, I care about the fact that people are dying. But if the war was to stop, people would stop dying. And here's the thing I want to mention. It's like, you know, the, the president of Ukraine is not Democrat. He's not, he's not Democratic. He doesn't believe. They do not live in a free country in the Ukraine. This guy is censoring media. He's shutting people down. He's shutting down churches. He's, he's a socialist. Now, you look at what's going on in, in Russia, which they, they do not want you to know what's going on in Russia. And would Ukraine be worse off if it was ran by Russia? Do you ever My ask thought, yourself? No, it would not. No, but do you ever ask yourself why they're pumping so many billions and billions of dollars, the United States pumping so much of billions of dollars in there? It's not just to keep Zelensky rich and Biden rich. It's because that money's coming back and they're financing the Democratic Party. Where do you think, how, why do you think they have trillions of dollars more than the Republican Party? Right. Because it's coming back through the Ukraine, well, it got laundering ex- it. It got exposed recently in which they are receiving just massive donations mm-hmm. Where do you from, think from? from the same people over and over again. Mm-hmm. That's like, well, how does this little old lady afford to, to, to constantly be sending donations? They are committing so much uh, election uh, campaign finance fraud, and it's been exposed. But the problem is, is most, the mainstream media outlets are controlled by these big corporations and all of this money, all of this money flowing into these mainstream news organizations, and they're doing what they're told. You know, just like the thing with the with the COVID jab, there's billions of dollars in play here with these drug companies and kickbacks to politicians and corporate-run hospitals. Everybody is dirty in this thing. Everybody is involved. And if the truth was ever to come out, a whole lot of people would be in trouble. Nurses, doctors, hospitals, politicians, drug companies, they would all be in trouble. I mean, again, with what's going on in our world in general, it comes back to our state of mind, right? Mm -hmm. Because we are chattel to them. So even though we're having a war, the people that are always going to be affected are the everyday average people, you know, and and the ones that, you know, are controlling things or have the financial resources, um, they're going to make sure their stuff is secured and that there there is an out. And, And so... How do we, what, with knowing all of this, how do we go, there's hope? How do we go, there's something to look forward to? I'm going to be able to leave a legacy to my children, right? Instead of like, ah, let's just torch it. It's gone anyway, you know? <laughs> um, we, really getting into that mindset that like, this has happened before, it'll probably happen again. Mm-hmm. And no man knoweth the time or the day that God is coming, you know? So until that time... We have to remember that this nothing is new under the sun. We just have to look at the patterns, study the seasons to be prepared and um, and to really live that that walk of gratitude, see, being so thankful for the things that we do have. We still have freedom. Like I said, the, the people in China that are practicing their faith, that only time they can actually preach it is to, when they're being killed because of it. We don't know that kind of fear. We don't know that kind of walk. We, we, we can get up and we can still go to the grocery store and buy food. We are not having to totally be, you know, palms red and chipped. And we, we don't know that kind of walk yet. So 
until that time, you know, we have a lot to be grateful for. And so to remember that, like, you know, it starts with saying, gosh, darn, I'm so grateful I got up today and I didn't have any major stuff because there's somebody else who did. And, um, you know, really changing that stuff, because I I, I look at all the things that they're presenting on that platform, the GOP uh, debate. And none of them are, you know, really helping the everyday average person. No, but Vic said uh, they're sending your children to die in the war. Uh, your yeah, kids, yeah, not their kids. That's exactly. Their kids are protected. They'll always have money. They'll always, but, <laughs> right. And, and even that sad story. I'm glad that, you yeah, heard that. That's even what the, I was Nikki Hades to. had that sad yeah. story, that crushing thing. My daughter just got married, and she's having a hard time buying a house. Well, you made. Oh, you're I'm, a multi-millionaire uh, dog. Yeah. Give her one of those millions because <laughs> a million right. dollars will just buy, buy her a house. And one million dollars. One million dollars will buy you a nice house anywhere in the country. Yeah, you don't have to get financed, yeah, girl. Yeah. Like, so what, what, you, what, are, what is she worried about? Her mom's a multimillionaire. Yeah, yeah she should have three houses. Oh, you know? I laughed. I thought yeah, that was a give joke. Give me a break. Trying to sound like a normal person <laughs> and every day. Yeah, give me a break. Oh gosh, yeah. it's like no. Nikki Haley does not live like the rest of us. No, she does not. Mm-mm. She is, does her daughter. She is the very definition of privileged. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, oh yeah. So, yeah, when we look at all of that, it's it's like it's again, it's putting it's like reeling it back in and going, okay, that's putting that's putting a lot of fear. Like these are the people that are wanting to run for our country, Mm -hmm. you know, and if if Trump. Well, they're trying to sound like every like you, the everyday American, the the one that is really struggling to buy a house. I mean, I know people that are 49 are trying to get their first time home. They should have already had their home paid by that age, you know, but they've been struggling and they're trying. And now the inflation has gone up. The they've racked up the the um, the rates, you know, the interest rates. So they're they're never probably never going to get a home. And for her to use her daughter as an example like that, you know, saying, "Oh, she'll probably not get a home for God knows how long." The way that it's going, you know, like. I'm not going to say nothing about what Vivek said about her daughter on TikTok, but, you know, just trying to make her sound like it's an everyday thing. Yeah, her daughter's on TikTok, yet she's speaking out against TikTok. And, and she took it all personal and everything. Yeah. Well, I took it personal when she said that her daughter can't buy a house, and they've been married now for a year, and they're struggling to try to get a house. Give me a break, yeah, Nikki. I'm like, I'm like go, go and see where the struggle is, because, yeah, you know. Come over here. Come to New Mexico. You'll see a big struggle. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're definitely. not struggling at all. It's not. Mm. And, you know, that's where it's like we have to have a heart because if you look at to your community members on your left and your right, whether you're Democrat or Republican, we're all being faced with the same stuff and we're all struggling in the same under the same regime. They're not. So we we have to have empathy for each other, you know. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, I want there's a few more things I want to talk about uh, about this topic, about Trump and how they're attacking Trump and and a little bit more about this debate. And then in the final hour, I want to get into a little bit about the attack on free speech and and the and this whole debate going on with hate speech. It's like how they're trying to ban hate speech. Anyway, the U.N.'s trying to get involved. They are. Yeah. So uh, don't go anywhere. You're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella.